I'm Lauren McCall, founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication Academy, an international author and a teacher. And I'm Bertha Eddington, a marketing professional whose passion is helping people get the word out on their good works. And we welcome you to Animal Wise, the podcast where from playful to profound, Animal Wise brings animal wisdom to your world. Like many people these days, we are recording from our not-so-professionally soundproofed homed offices, so forgive us if you hear the occasional dog bark or noise in the background. Think of it as atmosphere. That's right. Yes, that's right. It is, it is what it is. <laughs> yes, yes, and we're glad you're joining us anyway. Today, we're going to talk about something that I think is a lighthearted subject and, and very fun. Mm-hmm. And that is animals and how they view their own physical appearance. Um, I know as humans, we spend a lot of time thinking about our looks and what we're going to wear, trying to figure out when we're going to get our hair cut, how we have to dress for this particular meeting or or event that we're going to. So it it makes me wonder, how do animals view their look on the exterior? Are, Are they even aware of how they look? Lauren? Yeah, well, I agree with you. I think this is a fun topic. And it's true. We all like to look good. And many of us, of course, groom our animals, partly for their health and well-being. And of course, you know, sometimes so they look and smell nice. Um, And I used to wonder if animals knew or cared how they looked, you know, what color they were and so on. Yes, I I think that's a really good question. And I know that so many of us are proud of our animals when we get them groomed and we we love showing them off. It's sort of a transference of our pride in ourselves to our animals. So since we're so proud of our domestic buddies and their appearances, do they care how they look? Well, as it turns out, they do, or at least some of them do. Uh, I have three short communications to share with everyone today. Uh, One is a house cat, and the other two uh, are birds that I spoke with in southern Africa. So why don't we hear from the cat first? (laughs) Frankly, this conversation really tickled me. Uh, This cat's name is Indy, and I am speaking to him on behalf of his mom. So I started off and I said, Indy, I want you to know that I love you very much. Indy replied, me too. I feel really happy that we're together. We're buddies, friends. I said, yes, we certainly are. When I go out to work, do you like it when I leave the radio on? Indy replied, yes, but I like it better when you're home. I said, me too. Unfortunately, I do have to work. It's one of those tedious human things that I have to do. Indy replied, Yes, humans have a lot of odd things that they do. (laughs) I said, Like what? Indy said, Laundry. You have to take your clothes off to wash. I don't. I wash and wear my fur. I said, oh yes, your system is more efficient, warmer too. Indy Indy replied, also, 
we come in pretty colors. <laughs> I said, well, you know, humans do too. Indy said, really? Are they black like me? I said, sometimes. And many other lovely colors too. So I think that's kind of a fun, uh, kind of a fun conversation. It never occurred to me that animals would think it strange that we have to take our clothes off and wash them. And remember too that animals are not bound by human perspectives on ethnicity, culture, gender, or religion, or anything like that. So personally, I think some people would benefit from this open-minded perspective. Well, I agree. I agree. And and to Indy's point about strange that we have to do laundry and, and wear clothes, I would just say that there have been a lot of naturalist, quote unquote, movements since at least the 1700s. Um, so there are a lot of people who agree with Indy on that front. And uh, I know sometimes these days, especially during COVID, it seems like a drag to get dressed, especially especially when you have to put on the button pants. I, I actually personally enjoy fashion quite a bit, and I like to change my colors and my hair and my clothing. But uh, not to digress too far, now that we know Indy the cat appreciates color, is that an awareness and interest for true for animals in the wild as well? Uh, well, it seems that some animal species have a sense that there are colors representative of things or reflective of who they are. And I, I really love this concept, and I have a couple of nice examples to share. So the next two conversations, and they're both quite short, are with birds I connected with in the Okavango Delta in Botswana. Now, both of these bird species are beautiful. So, dear listeners, uh, unless you're an ornithologist or a keen bird watcher and already know these birds, may I suggest that you take a moment when you have a chance and look up Malachite Kingfisher and Lilac Breasted Roller. And I definitely second that suggestion. I, I did take a moment to look them up, and they are absolutely stunning and definitely worth looking at even for just a moment of pure aesthetic pleasure. And uh, I, I thought it was interesting because my, it's my understanding that a lot of the animal kingdom, the male is more um, adorned to attract the female, and I've always thought that was amusing, if not irritating. Um, <laughs> but it turns out with that with these two birds, they are equally beautiful. So what did you talk about them with, uh, Lauren? Well, um, let's start with the lilac-breasted roller. Um, I found this bird sitting on a low tree branch, uh, watching us as we walked by, and the sun was gently illuminating her colorful feathers. I found her absolutely breathtaking. And I said to her, you are so beautiful. The bird replied, I am beautiful. I am one of the most beautiful birds here. I said, that is something to be proud of. The bird replied, we are very proud birds. We are happy birds. Our colors reflect who we are. 
beautiful outside and beautiful inside. I said, that's wonderful. Do you mind that we are passing through your area? We are trying not to disturb you. The bird replied, you are most welcome guests, especially if you admire me. <laughs> yeah, I think we all like to, we all like to be admired, don't we? Um, mm -hmm. Both both humans and animals. And I I know on a personal note, several years ago, I had decided to do a little cosmetic touch up around the eyes, and mm -hmm. I went to my local Whole Foods and asked the very bohemian um, person who worked there for directions on the arnica and where, where I could find that because it helps with uh, bruising, potential bruising. And I kind of embarrassedly explained why I was looking for it. And I, I'll never forgot, forget the woman looked at me and she said, it is not bad to want to be attractive. And it's not bad especially for women who want to stay viable in the workplace and in this time and age. So I think uh, it's a, helped me balance that kind of attitude, has helped me balance out the desire to appear good on the outside as well as good on the inside. Mm -hmm. so, so thank you to that person who told me and... Lauren, please share with us more beautiful bird feelings on their looks. Well, uh, let me just say that, you know, I, I think you, you were kind of saying what the lilac-breasted roller was saying in a way. You know, you wanted your outer you to reflect your beautiful inner you. So these birds would certainly agree with you. And I think of it as a healthy ego and positive self-esteem. And in truth, animals can be egotistical, like people. Um, I have run into some pretty entitled dogs, and cats in particular. Um, they sometimes think they're super smart, witty, pretty, or handsome. In fact, one rabbit in Japan, Snuffy was his name, uh, spoke in raptures about how cute he was. <laughs> Of course, in terms of braggadocio, uh, money and possessions don't enter into the equation with animals. And I have never run across an animal whose ego was bigger than some of the human egos we run into these days. Mm. Anyway, lest I digress. Um, <laughs> this last snippet is the Malachite kingfisher. Uh, this happens to be my favorite African bird. I found them completely irresistible and took seemingly hundreds of photos of them. So I began by saying to the kingfisher, you are beautiful. The kingfisher replied, I know. I am the jewel of the delta. My colors capture the heart of the delta. Yellow for the sun, blue for the sky, red for the plants below the water, green for the reeds and the leaves, and orange for the morning before the sun reaches high in the sky. I am everything in one bird. Mm -hmm. I said, that is wonderful. The kingfisher replied, it is. I am the jewel of the delta. So, I love that conversation, short, short though it is. Um, this 
delightful little bird seems to be saying to us, you can reflect the beauty that you see in the world around you. Yes, I, I think it's both that, and you can also reflect how you are feeling inside as well. Um, I know I am drawn to some col- more colors than others over time and in different places. I remember one time I was very unhappy in my life, and all of a sudden I realized I was wearing all beige, all mm-hmm. all neutral mm-hmm. colors, and mm-hmm. Fortunately, that has passed, and I've gravitated towards much brighter colors. But uh, but I think it is a reflection of our interior. Does how how do you dress, Lauren? Does that reflect how you feel? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm one of these people who's very sensitive to colors, and I gravitate towards brighter colors when I'm feeling low or slow. Um, the winter months in Oregon are frankly cold and rainy and I I try to compensate a bit with colorful clothing. After all, uh, color is vibration. Brighter colors have higher vibration and animals feel or sense that vibration very keenly. I think kind of in the same way that we can feel people's moods, happy, sad, angry, whatever, it's, it's a vibe that gets picked up by us. And actually, uh, that's why if I'm working with an animal who is high-strung or nervous, I'll sometimes suggest a bed or collar color that's an earth tone, something grounding. Of course, I, I realize that changing the bed or collar color doesn't calm animals down all the time. But I do know that some animals appreciate and respond to the switch. Thank you for that reminder. I That's absolutely true. Colors do have their own vibration. And maybe some days when we're feeling a bit down, we can take a moment to consciously choose a brighter color to lift us up. And when we're lifted up, we lift those around us up as well. So yeah, I think that's absolutely true. We can channel our inner Malachite kingfisher. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I wouldn't mind being the jewel of the Delta. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you everyone for listening today, and we hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. And if you want to hear more, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform from Apple to Spotify and more. And tell all your friends, family, and even perfect strangers. Thank you and talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.